Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Kevin Brown is again the play-by-play voice of the Baltimore Orioles. He returned last night for a game between the Orioles and the Seattle Mariners. Now, during a game, if you don't know the background on this, during a game uh, against the Tampa Bay Rays last week, Brown repeated on air what was flashed on the screen about the Orioles' frustrations and series of losses against the Rays in previous years. They're doing well against them now. They're an exciting young team. And it was a totally benign statement that he made. He just, it was on the screen, on the, on the television screen, so he just referenced it. And then he was suspended by team officials, according to The Athletic, and most believe the team owner drove this. And you heard the Orioles fans at Camden Yards chanting, free Kevin Brown. So Kevin Brown remained silent until yesterday when he released a statement about his wonderful relationship with the team, with the general manager and the owner. I don't know what the real story is. Here's a little bit of what Kevin Brown said, wrote. Unfortunately, recent media reports have mischaracterized my relationship with my adopted hometown Orioles. The fact is that I have a wonderful relationship with the organization and our ownership and front office has fully supported me since 2019 when I first came aboard. I ask that everyone disregard the distracting noise of the past few days. I've worked closely with Senior Vice President Greg Bader for the past four years and John Angelos, that's the owner, and I have a solid dialogue based on mutual respect. We're all good here in Birdland. Okay, I get it. He's got a great gig. He got yanked off the mic. There's no other way to put it. And then the management and the owner got embarrassed by the free Kevin Grant chance. It wasn't just in, in, in Baltimore. This was making news across the world of baseball. The commissioner, Major League Baseball commissioner, as usual, is he's totally inept. Um, and, uh, and, and, and we are where we are. So I, I thought I would ask my good friend and colleague, Greg Brady, host of Toronto Today on AM640, Global News Radio in Toronto, and for many years, the sports host and anchor for his thoughts. Kevin, I don't know how you approach this, but but I'd love to hear it. Well, there's so many layers to it. And you're right. It, it is fascinating. And, and I, I do wonder if it is more fascinating for broadcasters than non-broadcasters. But, but I would ask those that aren't broadcasters to say, you're a teacher. You work in the health care. Like, you, 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 everybody has a boss. And the Orioles are Kevin Brown's boss. So I look and I say, I, I, Roy, I kept watching that clip and waiting for the, for the, you know, foot in the mud, waiting for stepping on the rake and it hitting him in the forehead. And it never came because, as you said, he was quite benign. He wasn't even listening off stat after stat after stat as to why the Orioles are so bad. There was, there was just none of it. It's, and I will say for Blue Jays fans listening, they remember also uh, an era where they were terrible playing in Tampa, whether Tampa was good or not. So I know that uh, I've had to talk about it on the air. The broadcasters on Sportsnet would have had to talk about it. And you put up a graphic, uh, Tropicana Field, House of Horrors or something like that. And you don't give it a second thought. You're not rubbing it in, but you're explaining how frustrating it is. 
that they have a really poor record there. And that was it. That's all I saw. And it sounds like that's what you saw as well. Yeah. And those fans were amazing. <laughs> they, I mean, they were really into it. And they were letting Angelos know what, what, what they thought. Free Kevin Brown. So he was freed. Are you surprised at, the, uh, at, at, at how Kevin Brown responded? Yeah, I'm a little at that. I, I didn't quite understand that because uh, for two reasons, Roy. One, um, why wait so long to, to clarify your status? And listen, we all have to uh, wait it out sometimes. And, and again, uh, you know, again, if you're, if you're working somewhere, you come in, the lights go on, there is a relationship. So it's not like he can go, uh, go rogue. Um, but I don't know what was said behind the scenes. Is it possible someone asked him about the comments and, and he flipped out. If these were just about the on-air comments, and I'm not insinuating that it's anything more than that, and no one else has. But if, in a hypothetical, that's all it was, I think the team has to has to walk that back. And they, you're right. They heard from fans. Listen, everybody gets an association with their broadcaster. We've seen it even. Leafs fans with Bob Cole. I know what a massive Habs fan you are. Danny Gallivan, Dick Irvin. I know those are national broadcasts. But they felt like your guys calling Montreal Canadiens games on TV. So everybody has a relationship with a play-by-play broadcaster. But I was a bit surprised that like other broadcast networks, the Yankees network on Yes and the Red Sox on the New England Sports Network, they're referencing it the night after they found Elroy. They didn't wait. They, they jumped on this and said, this is a good guy, and he's doing his best work, and, and this is wrong what the Orioles did. That doesn't usually happen. Yeah, was the commissioner silent all the way through this? I don't know. Yeah, he was. That's a, and that I know what you're saying um, uh, about the commissioner, but it is tricky. If he steps in on that particular scenario, if they decide to hire or fire another broadcaster— um, and and there's public outrage. Like like I I almost feel like that's either that's a matter between the Orioles and and maybe Kevin Brown has an agent. Maybe he picks up a lawyer if he never gets his job back. Who's to say? For example, there was a lot of speculation this year that this was the last year on the mic for Joe Bowen and Jim Ralph with Maple Leafs radio games. Now it sounds like they're back, but if they weren't, um, you know, people would be disappointed by that. A Sometimes you don't like change in the broadcast world, but you and I are well aware that change happens, um, whether we like it or not. And and I think people would say, well, you know, give them a bit of a retirement tour like Ernie Harwell would have got or Harry Carey would have got or Vin Scully would have got. So I don't know. You can't make everybody happy with broadcasters, but this just 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 leaped off the page, as you point out, to say, is this all someone did? Because that's a really... That's not much of a line to cross. If he even wandered up to the line, I'm not sure that he did. Well, you know, I ask myself, where is the line? If that's the yeah. line, uh, it's it's impossible to work within that parameter. If you're not allowed to, re- to 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 repeat what's on the screen, which is totally benign and absolutely accurate, how do you do your job? Totally, Roy. You nailed it. And and I've again, I've done a lot of games where I haven't been paid by the team, like NFL games and and uh, you know other games. But I would say this: I worked for the Saginaw Spirit and the Windsor Spitfires in the OHL. You've got your team there in uh, in Hamilton, uh, Brantford now. And I did have a GM tell me once in my second year of doing the games, I was I was thirty years old, and he said, "I think you were a little hard on our players last night." And he did. You and I have been there. Someone brings you in to up uh, quote play you some tape, and he played it, and I'm like. I think you're right about this. I think you're right about that. This one I think is okay. So those kind of critique sessions are going to happen. 
Um, and I think his point was also these are 16, 17-year-old players. I do think there is that little bit. of It's like when you go to a sporting event. I don't think we go to our kids' um, you know, high school volleyball game and start booing the other team. I don't think we do that. And we know there's sometimes bad behavior with people yelling at umpires and yelling at hockey referees. But, but we'd like to think that 19 out of 20 of us are going to be able to, to know the line. Uh, and, and that's, but that's not what this was. This is not, you're not talking about amateur athletes. You're not talking about, oh, it's the last straw. You've been so critical of the team. You're questioning their heart. You're questioning their commitment. I didn't hear any of that. These, these were stats that weren't very flattering to the ball club. Exactly, and they were correct. So, Greg, I wouldn't have said anything about this story on this program had it not been for the free Kevin Brown chance <laughs> at Camden Yards. I listened to that and went on and on and on. The fans really got into it, and they did free Kevin Brown. It got me thinking now, and you mentioned this um, a little bit. Does the broadcaster... Maybe I shouldn't go here. Maybe I should just walk away. <laughs> Maybe I just walk away while my while my head's still on my shoulders. Does the on-air broadcaster really matter? Or are for listeners and viewers, are, are the stories and the statistics in more interesting, maybe only interesting, and the person who delivers it not so much. And I'm not going to speak for you, and I hope people kind of like me a little bit, but it's a question that I, I need to ask. Does the, does the broadcaster, and I'll ask our callers in a couple of minutes, what do you think? Does the, let me put you on the hot seat. Does the on-air broadcaster matter? Well, I think it does. I, I'm sure that it does. And being one, um, yeah, I, I guess I feel compelled to say that. But I would say there's oftentimes, look, it, Roy, you and I, uh, the AFC Championship game, I'm not a big Tony Romo person, um, but I'm going to watch the game whether I love Tony Romo or whether I'd rather hear, you know, uh, Charles Davis or whether I'd rather hear Chris Collinsworth. I'm going to watch the game, but my enjoyment will be slightly lessened as a result. So they do matter, um, but, yeah, in a perfect world, Everybody's got their favorites. You can't please. And I've realized that not just with sports, but with what we do, Roy. Exactly. I, I know I've done a good three-and-a-half-hour morning show if someone says, you're too soft on the liberals, you're too soft on the conservatives. If I've got an equal amount of both, I, I think I'm going home reasonably sure I did a good job, or a really terrible job. It could be that, too. I haven't decided yet. You always do a great job. And I'm not <laughs> buttering you up. I'm not blowing smoke. I listen to your show. I enjoy it. Uh, awesome. Thanks, Roy. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.